way back before there was Amazon. Uh, and people my age and older will appreciate this. If you wanted to order something, you had to wait a long, long time. Yeah? If it was the beginning of the school year, this happened to me. Let me see, it was 1978. Yeah, they said, if you want a Detroit Tiger signed baseball, uh, here's how you order it. So I filled out a card, I put it in an envelope and put a stamp on it and put it in my mailbox. And let me see, that was the beginning of the school year and I got it around April. Yeah, took a long time. And if you talk to people my age or older, that, that was normal for us. We had to wait a long time when we wanted to order something. It was just how it worked, yeah? So you'd sit there, and like the first two weeks, you'd be like, maybe it'll come today, you know? And then you just forget about it after a while. And then all of a sudden, someday out of the blue, you get a package. What is this? And you oh, it's my Tiger baseball. I still have that baseball. There's also those times you're waiting for something that you don't want to happen, yeah? I remember when they would announce parent-teachers conferences in two weeks. I'd be like, I I'm a dead man, you know? I gotta wait two weeks, and that whole two weeks, I'm like, it's not gonna be good. Sometimes we wait for something we really want, and it takes forever. And sometimes we're waiting for something we do not want and whoo, time just slips right by, doesn't it? When our first reading today, Noah's been waiting for a bit. He's been waiting. We really don't know how long, but it was a long time. And what he was waiting for is for all the floodwaters to, to go away so that he could get out of the boat with his family and be on dry land. Big old flood. Yeah. He was waiting a long time. We don't know how long. But we know he kind of kept testing, yeah? He'd, he'd take birds and send them out, and the birds would always come back because there was nowhere to land. And then finally he sends out a bird who comes back with a, a leaf of a tree. And he's like, well, if there's trees, there's dry land somewhere. And they got to get off the boat. Now, who knows how long it took them to find that land, but they found it. That's a kind of waiting that's really good. We're waiting for something good. And then in our gospel, Jesus sees a guy who was born blind. He couldn't see anything. And so Jesus healed him. But the guy said, what, did you catch that part? What did the guy say? He said, I see people, but they look like, didn't you hear this? What was it, do you remember? Yeah, hit me. Trees. He said, yeah, I, I'm healed of my blindness, kind of, but people look like trees. Well, here's the problem, guys. He'd never seen a tree before. Yeah? He'd never seen a person before. He needed another healing, and that healing was to trust that Jesus restored his sight. So Jesus immediately, he healed his eyes, and then he healed his mind and his heart. So he could trust, no, you're seeing people. All this to say, guys, that I think sometimes when we think of the future, we get afraid. And certainly the people who do news want that from us. 
Yeah, they want us to be afraid of the future. But you know what you and I are waiting for? We're waiting for two things we absolutely know will happen. Yeah? One is that Jesus is going to restore all things. It's all going to be okay. In fact, it's going to be better than okay. It's going to be awesome. And I suspect we got a long wait there. Yeah? I suspect it's going to be a while. But that's a good kind of waiting, isn't it? We're not waiting for things to get worse. We're waiting for the fact that it's going to get perfect because of Jesus, not because of our efforts. And so whenever we start to get afraid about the future or about what's happening around us, we can trust Jesus has got this. This isn't hard for him. We just have to be patient. And we ask Jesus to heal our mind so that we trust him, so that we know, yeah, Jesus has got this. There's nothing a human can do that's going to throw Jesus off or, or make him wonder, what am I going to do? We're just not that powerful. And if you want, try this. A priest told us to do this when I was a kid. He said, make a little dude out of Play-Doh. Do people still have Play-Doh? Yeah? All right. You can do it with Play-Doh. I guess you can do it with Lego. My nephew makes these dudes out of Lego and they freak me out. But you can make a little dude or do that. And then put it on your desk or on your dresser. And every once in a while, ask yourself, can that Play-Doh guy mess with me? Can that Lego guy ruin my plans? Will Lego or Play-Doh guy ever beat me in a fight? And the answer is no. Yeah? And guess what? God made you and me. There's nothing anyone can do that's going to scare God or confuse God or cause him to go, well, I don't know what to do. It's all going to be great. And it's going to be great because of Jesus. So we're not afraid of the future. And we trust him because he knows what he's doing. Amen? Okay.